This is the Copper Crab Podcast. I am Naveen Copperweiss, your host, my co-host, Cheney Crab. <laughs> I'm Cheney Crab, <laughs> the co-host. Or what? Sidekick. <laughs> I'm okay with that. You're okay. No, come on. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We know that you're not okay with that. I'm not okay with that. Oh, I'm just I'm just gonna go ahead and point it out to anyone who's watching on YouTube right now. Our studio. We're oh on, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're on the 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 in between swing. Yeah, we we're trying to we're trying to bring some like personality to the studio. But here's yeah, the, because our our personalities aren't big enough. No, we need we, stuff in the background. Well, I was thinking if we had like, more of a studio, I'd be like. Uh, maybe maybe I'd be like funnier or more me, you know what I mean. If I had some, you're always looking for vibes. ways to make yourself funnier. <laughs> Last week it was drinking, and this week it's a shelf. Well, this week I'm having kombucha because today <laughs> I felt like utter hell. I thought maybe I was coming down with Corona. <laughs> I didn't think that. <laughs> Yeah, you, we ate Chinese food last night, so it makes sense why you would. I not just ate feel too much. Well. That brings us to where we're at now. Like, Chain and I, we're we're going back on like some fitness type stuff, right? Yeah, I think so. When we started this podcast, <laughs> we were we were fit. We were super fit when we started the podcast. Visible we were apps. working out all the time, and I think yeah. that it might have been. <clears throat> no, I think that we weren't waking up at five thirty in the morning anymore. Because here's the thing. Yeah. The reason that both of us, the reason that we're on the same schedule is because when you're in a couple, it's really hard if the other person isn't mm -hmm. adhering to yeah, some no. like thing to do that. Because if you're, if your significant other is like eating junk food, sleeping in, like, having fun, having fun, drinking, <laughs> then you're going to do it too. Well, at least for us. Right. Because we hang out a lot. Yeah, it's definitely, that's something to, to be said. I don't think, we don't really make a big change unless both of us are like, all right, we're going to do this. As far as like health yeah, and uh, diet, well, I guess those are one and the same. But yeah, as far other, as those things there's some other go. stuff that we've had to come together on. Uh, finances. There we go. That's one. F the financials. That's um, some stuff you have to have in line. If you're relationship advice show <laughs> right here, get on the same I page. That, I don't know that we're like the people to come to for advice of any kind. We have been together like 10 years. Yeah, we have same. been together for 10 years. So and we're we happily engaged. <laughs> <laughs> we're like um, Pam and Roy's proposal or engagement. We're not like on Pam the office. and Roy. How, why would you say that? No, no, no. Their engagement because they were engaged for a really I know, this long is, time. We got, yeah, no, this is different. We were supposed to it's be married. It's a lot different. It's a lot different. I'm for, sorry. I didn't mean to For everybody out there, we were supposed to be married by now. We would have been married for what? Four months? Yeah, but Naveen got cold feet. Cold feet. Yeah, I couldn't go through with it. No. Coronavirus. Right. Mm -mm. I guess technically we could have had the wedding, but... Um, well, not as it was planned. Oh, really? The place was... I mean, it was coronavirus. It was right in the midst of it. I know, but they were. It was before Des Moines like shut down or anything. No, I don't no, think it was so. because they were saying, "Oh, you can, you could still do it." That's why they were kind of maybe. Yeah, but I think that that was just uh, like a month beforehand. But by the time it got there, it was closed. Maybe I'm wrong about it. I could be wrong. I so for all you guys, new listeners, I know we have a lot of new listeners <laughs> on this episode. We're getting like. One to two yeah. new listeners for the new listener per episode. Shani and I are a couple. <laughs> we are um, romantically involved. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you thought we were saying we've been friends for ten years, but no, we mean we've like, been they got good chemistry. <laughs> these two. I'm waiting to see how this unfolds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're like those two are for sure gonna end up dating. Dang, maybe we could have. <laughs> we just missed out on like a good thing on the, on the show. What? Like a romance getting, developing. Getting a fake get, romance. Oh, yeah. We yeah. could have like acted it all yeah. out. And then we could have done a fake marriage like on the show. Oh, yeah. But then ever, Maybe that's what we should do for our 50th episode. We'll just get married on the show. Yeah, we are <laughs> going to do something cool for our 50th episode. But let's go back. Okay, so we're trying to get fit 
We're thinking about being fit again. <laughs> Dabbling. Dabbling with the, with the idea. idea. Toying with the idea. Until we get hungry. <laughs> Once we get hungry, then... No, because in order to avoid that, I went grocery shopping while True. you were setting up for True. the podcast. Mm-hmm. Because that... Okay, if you want to be on a diet, you gotta, you have to grocery shop. Yeah. You have to. There's no yeah. way to get around it. Because like... You're right. Okay, a huge part of losing weight is counting calories. Yeah. Oh, what? That's controversial. Yeah. Not really. I don't think it's controversial as much as I, you know, there are so many fad diets that exist that it, it could be easy to assume that calorie counting was another fad diet that didn't work. Yeah. But I do think that, I mean, I know that calorie counting and things like Jenny Craig that kind of, uh, it's the same thing except for more expensive than, and they, 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 they like tiptoe around the fact that it's just calorie counting. They make it fun. Yeah. But now with apps and all the cool stuff that we have on our phones, you can just download MyFitnessPal, which is it. what we have <clears throat> used. Dude, we did. Okay, so I did for my. For years. I'm, I'm going to brag real quick. Mm-hmm. I did my. We did MyFitnessPal for a long time. I did it for 270 days in a row. That's amazing. And your boy was lean. I, I just thought maybe I should have shown. I didn't really post. I'm not like, like a post how ripped I am on Facebook or Instagram kind of guy really i posted like twice i think about it i like to discreetly do it yeah yeah because i like would. a fan will, like uh, if you're at a show and you're with a fan it's like you, you like flex your arm or something yeah but. or <laughs> i wear i wear crop tops a lot so you can kind of tell but you it's like if you walk around shirtless you're someone's gonna notice yeah but i mean you know <laughs> anyway I, I was gonna say like oh i'll just pull you this can't. picture up of how like jacked i was for a little while yeah but it goes quick once you stop that's we, I think you and I were laughing about that, like the yeah. difference between like going to the gym every day, eating super healthy, counting all your calories and stuff. It's like you do that for six months and then you stop doing it for like six weeks and it's just like all gone. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the, the worst return on the on definition investment. is definitely gone. Yeah, I know. Well, it's depending, crazy. Yeah. If you go hard and like start eating a ton, then you're. Yeah, all that hard work is and out the window. And these fucking beers. I mean, I don't know. I have to figure something else out. You know, the thing is for me though, with dieting and like I was saying, counting calories really does work. If you want to diet, go count calories because it's the most like foolproof way to do it. Yeah, I guess it's, that's what we should say. We did go count calories. Yeah, that's all the. I I didn't do it as long as you did, but we both did it for a, a long amount of time, and we got into insane shape. I, I lost over. I mean, I'm kind of a smaller guy to start with, but I lost, I think, over 20 pounds. Yeah. Because when we got back from Europe, I was like the heaviest I've ever been. Yeah, I I lost about, I would say, 15 <clears> or 20 <throat> pounds as well. well. That's a lot because you don't have that much to lose. You're yeah. small. Right, yeah. You but can't tell. Cheney's actually really small in, re- in real life. <laughs> yeah. I know that I seem like I'd be seven foot Do people five, say that to you? I thought, I thought you'd two. be taller. Hell yeah, people say that they thought I'd be taller. <laughs> I think that there's something about like being a vocalist that people envision you as being like this really huge <laughs> person, but I'm yeah. a very small statured. I remember one time some, someone said that to me and I was like, what are you talking about? dude? I'm average height. <laughs> I'm like five, ten and a half. I know. It's like, whoa, dis. Yeah. Okay. I'm taller than you, <laughs> dude. What the yeah, hell? It's like, what the fuck? I'm taller than you. <laughs> Not that I care. I don't really want to be shrimp. tall. Shrimp. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just go there. <laughs> but I, uh, okay. Count calories. That's what works. I know I got it. Yeah. I, so... <laughs> It seems crazy. I have a friend, Barry Donegan, the vocalist of uh, Look What I Did. Which Evan Brewer is in Look What I Did Now. Right. So Which is awesome. So he, like, years ago, I mean, we're talking probably five, six years ago, mm-hmm. maybe more, he was like, all right, I'm, he, he got kind of big, and he was like, all right, I need to, like, you know, get it, get it together. And... He started just doing my fitness pal. That's it. Like 2000 calories and whatever. Maybe some pay attention to his macros. I'm not going to go into that. It's stupid. It's not that stupid though, because I was going to bring up, that's another, sorry to interrupt you, but that's a really cool part to me is that once you're deep in calorie counting, you can, it's fun to toy around with the, how much protein, fat, carbs, your, what your actual intake is every day. That's when it gets, 
Because it's, it's like an experiment, yeah. and you can see it working out on your body. But. And I want to do that again, but I don't want to be, like, obsessed with food. You I know, never not felt good. obsessed with food. I feel like I did, though. I was, like, yeah. always, like, all right, how am I going to eat that? You know, it's like, all right, I'll take away, you know, yeah, I guess 600 a, a part of that is fun and, yeah, to just, me, though. A part of the, the, all of that is just fun. And it because is, you, so get, you get direct results, and... Yeah. When I am dying, we did it on tour. We, we did, did it on, on tour, tour so. and we both kicked ass on tour, yeah. and and we worked out every single day. That's when we got all obsessed with going to Planet Fitness every day. Which, if we were on tour right now, I'm sure we'd be talking about think, Planet I, I Fitness don't know constantly. If is there going to be a Planet Fitness straight up? Yeah, well, it like seems that, like in other areas of the country, Planet Fitness is, is it's still going strong. Yeah, because yeah. I was thinking about I think about that often. I'm like. Those are all little franchises. I know. So if they're all shut down. I mean, if you're shut down and you, and they probably have a really low margin. Like right. If people are paying 10 bucks a mm-hmm. month. like. And you wonder how much longer the country is going to like um, continue on in this direction. And if that happens, then what is going, like really what's going to happen to I places mean, like mm-hmm. that? We already heard 24-hour fitness might be filing. They are filing for bankruptcy. I got an email. Are they maybe? I was like, what does this mean? But they haven't really charged us and then with planet fitness i like got a new bank account that that was attached to and then so well we're gonna have to (laughs) get new planet fitness accounts we haven't been paying or contributing to their no no, to keep them on the upswing up and up but i mean gotta look out for for us number one uh (laughs) no but i okay so where were we We were talking about uh (laughs) Calorie counting, counting and how it's fun. And you were talking about Barry. Oh, Bar- okay, so Barry, he's like, I'm going to do this my fitness pal thing. That's the first time I heard about it. And, like, I was way into working out at the time, doing CrossFit and all this, that, and the other thing. And, dude, I went through, like, a bunch of different fad diets and all this, this and that and the other thing. And he just stuck with it, you know? And I was whatever, looked the same. And he's fucking lost, like, 50 pounds. He's all shredded and jacked and stuff and i'm just like damn that's the way to do it and then i think was it last january yeah or was the one before that no it was january of 2019 that's when we got super fit yep okay so yeah that's when we turned it around i'm absolutely sure because 2018 is when we did that uh beyond creation gorod uh okay tour for some reason i think of all that stuff is like way long ago i know it seems long ago but it wasn't it was two years, so it was pretty long ago. But, but yeah, honestly, now that you say that, I think that if someone wanted to lose weight pretty quickly, just get on that go on my fitness pal and also sign up for like a month of CrossFit classes and go every single day. Or, Do a forty-five minute yeah. workout. <clears throat> or we were doing the Shred app. Yeah, but you know, I think for a lot of people, getting yourself motivated at home is yeah. a huge part of the problem. Like they can't do it, yeah. and you need to be. Sometimes, even for myself, you need to be like involved in uh, have a gym membership, have somewhere else you can go get Mm. out of the because we're all like stuck in our houses so much, especially now. You can go to a lot of gyms with a mask on and, you know, do the thing. It it helps to get out of the out of your element. I'm a lone wolf, so I can just make it happen on my own. Yeah, you're really good at working out on your own, but I don't. But I mean, I like working out on my own. But I, working out at home. Going somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I get it. But let's see. Yeah. So we did the the my fitness. I can't remember, remember what I was going to say. I don't know. Anyway, we did Barry the, Donegan pretty much. So is yeah, he. You, oh, I'm doing all these that. this, that, and the other thing. Yo-yo dieting, and he's just keeping it s- smooth and steady. And you find stuff that you like that works with the calorie range, right? Yeah. So it's like. We were we found dark chocolate with not very much sugar in it. That yeah. was like a good thing to go to. Heavy cream. Heavy cream. If you're doing a low carb thing, you can have that for yeah. dessert. That's a well, favorite. it's really low. No carbs. It's really low calorie as well. Fifty. It's not really. I, I mean, it's fifty calories for a tablespoon, but like you could take two. It depends on how many calories you eat a day. Yeah. I was not. I usually eat about eighteen hundred when I'm controlling myself. But I also do, low what do you call it, OMAD? 
OMAD. Yeah. One meal a day. Yeah. So you can start playing around with stuff like that. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. all right, I'm just going to have one huge meal, right? And I, and what I'm saying is forget about all this crap on the internet, all this science, pseudoscience bull. If you just do MyFitnessPal and count everything that you eat, you can eat all your calories at once. You can do it in two meals. You can do it in five. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. And it works, bro. I think the key is just knowing exactly what your intake is. You really yeah. should. I mean, if you, you want. Start low, though. Like, I did yeah. 2,000, and that's crazy for me. That's like, I'm not eating. That's, don't eat. There was one point where I was eating, like, 1,350. That's like, you know, I think abuse. A, I don't, yeah, that's I was abuse. wondering after a while if it was, but to me, it didn't feel like abuse. <laughs> like, because I do, I enjoy eating one meal a day. And when I was eating like that, I switched from 13 to 18 after I was like over this, yeah. like the weight loss part of it. And I wanted to do some gaining, but I've never felt more um, like just with it. My brain has never fe- felt more clear mm-hmm. than when I was doing that. I w- and when I was going to bed at 1030 every night, waking up at 530 yeah. every morning, I was getting the most done. It's I, I to was get up the too. most if you don't over, if you eat the correct amount, you can get up really easily. Oh my god, it's yeah. so easy! At five thirty in the morning, every day we <coughs> were getting up at that time, and it was just so yeah. like it's pretty cool. It's really easy. And also, when you're eating <laughs> like that, all of the like, because we would still eat like uh, overindulge one time a week. Yeah. We'd we'd like drink and which you can drink if you're counting calories, just count it. But it's just not worth it though. Cause you get so <laughs> hungry that you're like a, a beer. No, can't I mean, I'd rather, I'd rather have, have dessert than beer any yeah. day. Yeah. And that's what it makes you realize for sure. But like, and just having that one meal a day where you indulge, it tastes so much better than uh-huh. when you're going all in every single day. It, uh-huh. because it just, it's, it all becomes static over time, yeah. you know? Like how we say when you eat too much ice cream, eventually you're just, it's just cold. Yeah. You lose the <laughs> the taste of it. There's actually a name for that. It's like diminishing returns. Really? Yeah. Like what? you eat one cookie. Oh, it's a diminishing You eat one cookie, return. it's like amazing. Mm-hmm. And you eat a second cookie, it's a l- not as good. Third cookie, not as good. And then by the time you eat like five or whatever, you're into territory of like it's bad. You, you know, you're not... Yeah. I mean, you do notice that when you eat things, it's like if you food, food, like you want to keep going for some reason, like there's some addiction to just continuing to eat, like when you're eating a bag of chips, but it all just becomes um, tasteless. Like, you know, the salt will eat away at your tongue and it's. Okay. I got you right here. Diminishing returns, proportionally smaller profits or benefits derived from something as more money or energy is invested into it yeah i mean that's that's a law but but there's gotta be there's gotta be like a word (laughs) for the process of things losing taste well that's the the taste would be the benefit yeah but i'm just saying a more specific word so diminishing returns on eating cookies yeah like diminishing for food but it's not even a because i think that it's just like something your tongue becomes more used to it god i don't know what what i'm like i think that there it's not like a diminishing return thing where you're getting less in return it's that you're just actually losing taste because you're eating so much of one thing get used to it no i think there might be a word for what i'm saying because i'm talking about like you're talking about something that's returning it's like a like you're winning something and I'm not talking about like you're it's returning as if you're like giving putting money into something <clears> and then getting less in return than you paid for you know yeah no no here look check it out this is this this is totally what you're talking about proportionally smaller profit or benefit so it, the benefit yeah, but, I, yeah of, but I'm not talking flavor. I'm not talking about it being a benefit I'm talking about you physically losing taste yeah so no, like you lose the benefit. Fi- that's the flavor. That's no, but in, uh, look, partition. Let's just change benefit. But, uh, but I, I think that what you're saying is right. I think that this word is it. But I think that there is another word for like you're just losing your taste because you're eating food. Sp- specifically, your oh, taste. Okay, your taste buds are going adjust. numb. Yeah, like when there's so much salt in food that people don't even taste exactly it. Yeah, yeah. because the salt yeah. like 
like I was just saying, it kind of eats away at your tongue. It's like a, an actual physical or chemical yeah. thing that's happening, not like a a rewards system. Right. But they the flavor is like gone forever or does it come back? No, you know, it's like, I don't know if this <laughs> happens to you, but when I'm eating ice cream, it's like it numbs my tongue because it's cold. So I can't okay. actually taste the ice cream after like... After I eat a quarter of the the jar, and then of course you, you know? stop at that point. Right? <laughs> no, but I keep going. <laughs> yeah, I know. so it's like there's uh, there's got. So what be we're something. saying is, don't eat a lot of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> what we're saying is, there has to be a word for that. <laughs> okay, let us know if you, <laughs> if you know, know the word, the word. for any <laughs> flavorologists oh. out there. I don't know if that's a real word. Well. It'd be like a doctor would probably know that. Yeah, but this is, yeah. So, um, anyway, we're trying to get fit. That's one of the things that's new <laughs> with us. We're trying to get fit. That's one of the things that's new with so. us. Second thing is we're trying to have an actual studio. Yeah. But we're in the middle of decorating, and we realize that the walls should be darker. Maybe put some fabric on them or something, and then we're going to get some lights over here. And we have knickknacks now. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, we have knickknacks. People now. are probably like, what is this show about? <laughs> well, I thought this was a metal show. I still don't know what the idea is. It's about nothing. <laughs> I, knew, <laughs> I knew you were setting yourself up to play that pad. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, I know that we we have lied essentially and we're gonna have a few guests over zoom in the coming weeks so do we're flip-flopping on that one yeah we're flip-flopping nobody cares they want to hear they, yeah no one cares you want you're gonna really like these guests we've got some really good people lined up the thing is we figured I'll that this show that. wouldn't be very good until probably like episode i don't know two three hundred something like i'm that. thinking like a thousand yeah so that's when the, it's gonna you know, get good. people are getting like a preview they're kind of getting in on the ground floor you know so yeah well, hold on, I wanted to talk about one more thing that I've been doing. <laughs> <laughs> what? So, I got, uh, I'm getting back into my modular synth activities. <laughs> and this is from like late 2017. I was, uh, I started this page, anti, anti-object. On and Instagram. I like, and I was like, yeah, this is going to be my new synth thing and why did you why did you decide to call it anti-object okay, and, and not naveen k okay, which I, is your former solo project that yeah. people should check out so former solo project naveen k but that turned like i'm playing drums with it and this is expectation with my name yeah you hear naveen you're thinking drums right so Very I'm thinking, okay let me do because i want this to be like not progressive at all you know i want it to just be electronic music yeah i guess it would be kind of progressive but not progressive in the sense in the sense that there's drumming and instruments being played yeah so i started this uh little thing just fucking around because i also was with these this modular synth thing that i was way into and i um i later kind of sold most of my gear but now i'm building it back up To get you sold the gear to get all the knickknacks on your That's shelves. Right. Yeah. So anyway, sold most of the gear. I'm building it back up, and um, what was I talking? About? Oh yeah. So <laughs> it's like I, I was making so many videos with it. I'm like, well, I don't really want my main page to just be like a synth video every day. Like people follow me to watch drums, and they might be like getting a little bit tired of that. So anyway, I just wanted to start a new project. Why not? Yeah. So I. Brought it back, you know, I got, I put a video up the other day. Oh, so I'm going to give you guys a little taste. And I realized that I record this directly to my phone. I've never heard it in, this is off Instagram, so it sounds kind of shitty, but there's a lot of line noise. Hear that? Sounds horrible. Oh, okay, we're taking a short break, and we'll be right back. (laughs) 
All right, Copper Crab Podcast. We're back. What'd you think of that break, Shaney? That wasn't much of a break. You know, that's some like minimal D and B right there. I'm calling it. Anyway, I want to make a chill album, stuff like that. <laughs> you said it was a break, but you talked over most of the song. But it's I was, it was just kidding. Good. It wasn't really a break. <laughs> oh. Maybe we should do breaks. Yeah, play a song. That was sick. We'll be back after the break. Oh, let's try. It. Let's try with another song. I got other clips on here. All right, we'll be right back after this break, everybody. Copper Crab Podcast. Copper Crab Pod- Podcast is brought to you by Direct Sound Headphones. What else are we brought to you by, by Cheney? And Moon Juice CBD by Jade Rabbit. There it is. Oh. I was just looking at the calories on this kombucha. It's low. But the carbs is 16 grams. That's pretty high. Damn. Oh, it's a fitness podcast. But any freaking way. So I think everybody's up to speed on us. <laughs> I, I did do some other stuff this week, but what did you do? I'm filming a playthrough. Oh already, yeah, already, and I already got. It will be guitar and drums. First time I've ever done that. Finally, before. and I've got the drums portion done. It's for "Remember You Are Dust," our latest Anthea single. Mm-hmm. And yeah, are you gonna put it up? Are you gonna like get it done this week? I sure hope so. Yeah. I'd have to do it, I guess, this weekend, but we have something else that we need to work on. Yeah, we have something else. I'm uh, doing something intru- interesting. Yeah. I don't know if I can say it, but I'm like making a song over some. Uh, it, I'm making a song with for a metal site, and it's going to be interesting. I've been working on it. Nice. Yeah, I only had a few days <coughs> to write the song, so it's. Yeah, it's interesting. I never, you know, mm-hmm. I usually get as long as I want to record, to write and record songs. You can make, you can just bust it out. Oh yeah, I'm going to bust it out. No problem. Yeah. Especially when fine. you got me, you know, at the helm. <coughs> yeah, exactly. Producing. I'm kind of counting on your producing. I think it'll sound <coughs> pretty good. I've got some ideas, but, uh, cool. but yeah, I think I can talk about it in a week or two. Word. But yeah, since we're going to have guests for the next couple of weeks and we probably won't be uh, messing around with any questions I was thinking that we just dive into this because we have quite a few today. Or we have four. <coughs> quite a few. Well, it's probably going to take... See if we can get through these. You know us. Know we, we like can, to talk. Yeah. This is true. All right. All right. Cheney. By the way, thank you guys for writing in. If you have any questions for us, uh, write into coppercrabpodcast at gmail.com. We usually get... You know, we try to answer as many as we can and... Yeah, it's really cool to hear from you guys, and um, yeah, it, it's been really awesome to like get feedback through these questions and stuff. So totally, thank y'all. Yeah, totally, thank you. Um, all right, first question, Cheney. This is from our friend Shannon, way out in Canada. Canada. Right, uh, that's who it is, right? A. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And she says, "I'm working with a brand new band from Toronto." Called Apogean. That's the non-French speaking part of Canada, okay. if, in case you were wondering. Toronto. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but... And I'm wondering what the Oh, no, I wasn't commenting on your pronunciation of the band. I was just... Oh, Toronto. I was yeah, just yeah. throwing that in there as a factoid. And she's wondering what the best way would be to get their EPK notice. That's electronic press kit, for those of you guys who don't know. Okay, so she's working with a band... They're called Apogean? Apogean. So what's the best way to get their EPK noticed? I think that they're a new band. That's the deal. Um, Honestly, nowadays it's like the the EPK of today is really YouTube plays, Spotify plays, uh, Facebook likes, Instagram likes. I'm not sure that the likes matter as much as the views. Really? 
The engagement. I mean, who the hell knows, you know? I know. I think that <laughs> merch number, the merch selling, these are all EPKs. So really, because back in our day, what bands would do is like type up a biography and, and it would have a picture yeah. and you'd send it around with your demo. But now labels a lot of the time and people who are paying attention to things like that are, are really paying attention to how much traffic this band can generate. Like, you know, is this band, do they have any actual interest from people? Yeah. Because that's how they can tell if it's, if they're going to get a good return on <laughs> the investment. Hey, you <laughs> returns. Yeah. yeah. That's how they can tell if they're going to get a good return on the investment of taking on a band. Because even if, Say a label is signing a smaller band and they're not giving them that big of a, an advance. Say they're giving them, I don't really know, a $1,000 advance, $2,000. Um, to print their CDs, that's still, your, the, the label is still investing. That is, like, that is money they have to spend to, yeah. to pay for all of that stuff. So, you know, a, a label has to know or wants to know that they can make back a couple of grand a couple of grand that they're going to invest in the band if it's worth their time and the best measure of that now i think is looking on youtube right. and and hearing about i don't know band camp stats uh merch stats i know that bands a huge thing that people i've heard people talk about lately is how much money people are doing in merch right. so to get the, the epk <coughs> notice what she should do is put an email that says like mega hit band one million plus plays on youtube there we go right? just lie and now it's getting noticed lie about it she just said the way to get it noticed <laughs> so that's going to get you noticed yeah like right out the gate yeah and after then that i don't know they click on it or I mean, okay. So okay, they go. All right, let me check out the one million views. And they yeah. go, okay, this is it doesn't have one million views. It yeah. has six hundred. And then they go, well, the music is so amazing that I'm, I'm gonna I'm sign it anyway. Anyway, so that's one way of doing so it. So there are a ton of ways of getting noticed nowadays. Like you can, I talk about Facebook groups all the time. That's a good way. Do, being too spammy, I think you know. There's a fine yeah, line. There's I a know. fine line. It's like people want to give people stuff who don't need it. Yeah. That's just how it is. It's true. You know? It's true. But so there are creative ways. I mean, there are YouTube channels. I'm thinking one off the top of my head. There's a YouTube channel called Slam Worldwide. They put out a bunch of death metal stuff. Or they put out a bunch of slam stuff. Or, you know, that type of stuff. And um, Really? I couldn't, I wouldn't yeah. Have, I mean, wouldn't you wouldn't have guessed from the name. <laughs> but uh, what I believe they're doing, I don't know because we haven't. I haven't personally put anything out we on that channel. Worldwide but I'm yet. assuming <laughs> that they're that it's like a promotion type thing where you pay them to yeah. debut your video. That's just what I'm assuming. There are a lot of things like that, you know, you can pay if you want to go that route to get the name out there. You can start at the base level, have friends repost the stuff, then more people pick up on it. You know, you have to start somewhere. Yeah, I don't. I'm. I've never really had experiences with with an EPK, to be honest, because I think animosity was before <laughs> that. Yeah, and then, so I already kind of knew a lot of people. Yeah, and then yeah, I don't know. Didn't really. So you could do the Naveen route. That's you just go on tour for about fifteen to twenty years. I don't even and know. And you know people. Yeah. And then, but you have you to like people have to know who you are to get on tour, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I it's don't know. A, that stuff is hard. Seriously, it is hard. But there are a lot of the internet has is a good tool to use. Totally. I. It does seem hard to me to build a band up from ground level because it's been. Yeah. We haven't done that. Even for, for us, though, it's been tricky. Yeah, it's been hard. Oh uh, yeah, it's been tricky. I mean, it always is. There. At the end of the day, you need to be self-sustained. That's just how it is these days. Yeah. So I'd say probably don't worry about the EPK that much. And yeah, that's what I would say. Let's get the content out there. Content. Let's make sure the band is super good. That's Don't forget about that. Ma yeah. Because how many times do you see a band that's got, they've got the pro video. They've got the road cases on their fucking guitar cabs and shit. But they, you know, they haven't spent the time making an original band. Right. 
are having something to offer on that side. So Right, which is a big deal. Yeah, and it's really easy these days to get caught up with all the business side because you have to be involved in it. Right. So let's not forget why we're doing this. We're I also trying to make good music first. Yeah, the good music is the thing that's going to help you out the most. I see, I mean, we've seen so many bands that seem to ha- have it all together. Like they have the music video, the playthroughs, the key soul guitars, the axe effects, the, you know, they're playing everything, the minor symbols, just everything is on brand. And then the music is like shot. Yeah. It's the worst music ever. Or maybe it's not even the worst. Maybe it's just not original. That you don't have that differentiation from other bands y- in, that in that genre. Or, you know. Yeah. So It's tricky. You know, so I'm still, that's why I'm still at home, just trying to, still trying to pin down that mu- good music thing. That's, yeah, my, that's I mean, my thing. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're not, I don't know. It's It's a tricky thing. Yeah. Music is a okay. tricky business. So let us know if you figure that one out. <laughs> and we'll be here waiting to answer. <laughs> All righty. Tranny, you want to read one of these? You want me to do it? Uh, I think you have a good reading voice. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. We got... I didn't read these before the show. So we're just... This is like live. But I don't always read them before the show. So you get a really authentic, <laughs> genuine, off-the-cuff answer. From me. Yeah, I like that. So this is from Cade. I think that's his name. <laughs> what? How else would you pronounce that? Chade. Uh, Chade. <laughs> like Chade. Hey guys, glad to see the podcast is back. That's right. Hey, we took a break for those of you who don't know. <laughs> took a little break. I don't know why, but we're back now. <laughs> I don't have a question. So what's going on Damn here? Damn it, why is Cade. Then? Cade. <laughs> All right, thanks, Cade. <laughs> Let's move on to the next. I don't have a question, but more of just a thank you for oh, helping okay. me right, begin right, recording right. and writing music. What? We helped you do that? That's so awesome. I had a so question. Basically, you can write us anything, and it'll make us on this <laughs> list, because we just print it out real quick. And yeah. Then <laughs> and we're, <laughs> we're discovering as quickly as you guys are what this says. Maybe that should so. be the rule. You you send us stuff, and we and print we just it out, read and it. we'll read it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That's, that might get a little that, weird. That'd be a slippery slope. Yeah. Maybe we should have okay. someone else proofread to make sure it's not like, you know. But anyway, longer. to finish Kade's non-question write-in. I had a question I submitted a while back about what software you guys would recommend for a beginner in recording. And you guys mentioned Reaper, Easy Drummer, and an interface an interface like the Focus Right Scarlet. All good stuff to use if you're starting out. I mean, even if you're not starting out, you know, it's good stuff to use. Yeah, you can get a lot done there. Uh, this was a great suggestion, and it really was easy to use and figure out on my own. Awesome, man. I've joined a band earlier in the year and we have been writing a bunch during quarantine and we are getting ready to release a full length next year. I feel like a lot of this would not have been possible without your recommendation and the great insight and knowledge you guys bring each podcast. So just want to say thank you. I look forward to the new episodes each week and the new Anthios album. Shameless plug, my band is called Show and Tell. We're an 80s style heavy metal band. We are definitely keeping up with the times. (laughs) Hey man, you know... The cool thing about right now is that everything is in in vogue. Like right. 80s are cool, totally. 90s, 70s, it's all cool. I love that part of the It is an eclectic 20s. time for music, isn't it, it? It really is. It's eclectic and it's um ever expansive. It's very you can find anything in the world, but So I think this might just be a list of our Apple reviews on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> Kate, go leave that review on our Apple podcast. (laughs) 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 But thanks, man. Thank you for writing in. That's really awesome that we could help you. All right. Well, we do actually have a serious question here, and I'll I'll, I'll read it for you. All right. You ready for this? Yeah. In today's world, we need to make out we need to make our mental health a priority. So I ask you two this question: Have you two ever worked in mental health? And do you think our society places more importance on the well-being of its citizens? Oh. Maybe it, 
Do you think our society places importance on the well-being of its citizens? Okay. As someone who deals with mental illness, it bothers me of the lack of access, waiting weeks to see someone, and adequate care, and that I have to go. I had to go through a crisis, thoughts of suicide, to get care. Has this happened to you or others? Yeah, that's that's a good question. That's from Shelton. Um, neither of us have worked in mental health. However, I do work with disabled people, and you know, mental the struggle of mental health and being a disabled person those kind of go hand in hand because it's a I've worked with people who were not disabled their entire lives, and I've worked with people who uh, grew up disabled, so it's always been like that for them. And it's a very different process through the people that I've worked with, just getting through all of the, the things. And although I'm not a mental health care professional, I've never worked in that field, I do talk to people a lot. You know, um, when you work in someone's home, you become the person they talk to all the time. So you right. help them. And, uh, yeah, I haven't had to get care for uh, going through a crisis. What about you, Naveen? Well, um, I've definitely dealt with a lot of plenty of my own issues. I think all everybody has. That would make you normal. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I guess... To the first part of the question, that is, do you think our society places importance on the well-being of its citizens? I would say not really. I agree. And I I don't mean that in, like, the typical kind of, like, you know, oh, capitalists don't care about anybody or whatever. But it's it's more, it, it really is up to you to figure out how to deal with life. You know, and I think life is... It's not easy. You know, uh, everybody has their own struggles and their own problems and stuff. And I think mainly why that is, is because we identify being happy and being content. Or what? I'm, uh, a more important question would be, what do you want out of life? And I don't think a whole lot of people think about that. Right? Like for me in my life, I want to be content. I want to be, I want to have peace. That's what I want out of my life. So if you start molding your life around what makes me feel peaceful, what gives me that content, then it starts going in that direction. Because it's really, it's you don't wander into peace. You, know? you don't wander into being happy. It doesn't happen. In this world that we're living in, you wander into whatever. You know? Look at how many people, they kind of just slip and slide into this situation that they don't want to be in. It happens all the time. You can yeah. slip into debt. You can slip into being really unhealthy. That's just kind of where it pulls us. You can slip into addiction. Exactly. But you can also slip the other way. You can slip into happiness. You can slip into content. Well, I think that I'm you saying that mean, that takes require that takes I'm going to go this place. Ah, uh, yeah. You know, that's what it takes I mean. work. I yeah. got you. So I think identifying that for me personally, I believe that all this material stuff doesn't make you happy and doesn't make you content. I believe that, and I believe that for reasons of you see famous people and rich people, they have the same problems. They still kill themselves. They're still depressed. They're still on drugs, all that stuff, right? And then you have people who aren't rich who have those problems, and then you have people who are rich who have a great life, and you have people who don't have any money who have a great life. So I think what that means to me is don't attach your happiness on it's over there, right? Like over there, I'm going to get this thing and then I'm going to feel great. That right there, that's the error. And I think that's why you have so many people these days that are depressed and and it's totally fueled by the internet and, all, and the social media and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. And it can happen actually really badly to people who play music or, or an artistic kind of a person because you're looking at these people who have this thing that you want, like, oh, dang, they got X amount of plays, or they're on this tour, and I'm not on it. And when you get there, you realize it's not really that much different. You're just doing this thing and living. So that can be a goal. That can be something that I want to do, right? 
But my contentment, my happiness, my peace does not, is independent of that. Absolutely not, because you get to the point, that point, and then there are a million other issues that are opened up by you being where you want to be, you know, on a fame level or on an, if you, an influencer level or all of that stuff. There are a million more problems you're getting. Then uh, half of the comments that come to you are negative. And if you read through any of that stuff, you're in a horrible place. So, well, I don't, I totally agree with everything that you just said. And um, while obviously all mental illness and depression isn't stemmed from social media, there's no doubt that it has made things a lot worse. Yeah. A lot worse. Yeah. So I would say actively seek out things that bring you peace that just are peaceful in themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, for some people, that's Jesus. For you know me, that's meditating and reading, you know about Advaita Vedanta and and, and Hinduism play, playing and music. And say. then yeah, you can be you can feel more at peace when you're playing your music. You know, you can think like I'm getting to make this great music. Somebody's gonna hear it. It's gonna give them some joy. That's awesome. It. And it's not like I don't have goals. It's not like I don't want to progress, but I don't. I don't think that it's going to make me happy. I don't think that I'm going to be happier when my band's a little bit bigger or when I have when my synth rack is totally full. It's like I want to fill the synth rack full of cool synths. I'm going to, but there is no change. There's no. This is it, and I think that really actually helped me a lot deal with my own stuff because I'm always thinking, you know, we, we really wanted to move into a house. We used to live in a barn. Right. And it's like, all right, let's get this house. We finally got the house. And then I'm just like, all right, well now what I want now, you know, now I got to work all the time to support, you know, my end of the, of the duties and da da da. And then you can just get, you're constantly going back and forth. And I think a lot of people have that problem. And that's, to me, that's been my whole issue with, with the mental side of things. And in the same way that we're talking about diet and the healthy things to feed your body, there are a lot of healthy things that you can feed your mind. Instead of, you know, to me, candy is social media. You give yourself, candy is going to make you feel like shit. It's going to make you gain weight. You're indulging on a bunch of things that don't really benefit your body in any way. Social media is a very, very similar thing to your mind. Uh, you're taking in a lot of rotten stuff. You're taking in a lot. You're being bombarded with people's opinions and a lot of stuff that's made, a lot of headlines that are made to make, make you think one way or the other or, you know, just rotten shit that doesn't, it doesn't really feed your soul in any way unless you unless every single thing you follow is like uh, inspirational. But I think that... Y- the inspirational pages can be toxic in, in so a too. similar way. So um, lately, something that's really been helping me is every time I catch myself wanting to go onto my social media, I am doing something artistic instead. So I'm really into wood burning. I'm really into you know drawing and writing and playing instruments. So anytime that I like catch myself going to social media, not that I stop myself constantly because I do still get on it every day, even though I'd like to stop. Yeah, we're not perfect. Uh, for the most part. Uh, I've been turning my mind to something that does bring me joy instead. And it's helped a lot with my mental state. Like my, yeah. I, I pay attention to the usage on my phone and my phone usage has gone down dramatically in the last couple of months. And it's because I'm making healthier choices for my mind. Uh, you know, it's still good to get on your phone. To you, There are a lot of amazing things you can do with your phone. You can read and, and edit things and look up information and whatever. But for me, I tend to stray a little bit. If I get on my phone to do something, then I inevitably catch myself like going to a, yeah, yeah. somewhere that I don't really want to go. And you did something a few months ago, which I think helps quite a bit, which is that you deleted every app off of your like your screen yes i took every single app and put it in a folder on the second screen and so my if you open my phone it's just 
100% black. There's no there's no little app buttons, icons anywhere. So you have to, and there's no uh, Siri and there's no uh, notifications. So you have to pull down the search menu and type in what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And that just makes it so you don't ever get distracted. It's like if you open your phone to look at the, f- to call someone, you go, ph and then the little phone icon pops up you hit it and make your call it is a really good tactic i've been using that too and honestly for me i forget the name of half of the apps unless they're really important so that's it is a cool little hack to do to your phone to not or to avoid social media but i think a, a thing that you said like with the food thing right so if you're if you're regulating what you eat you know you can still say or not even really regulating it like, this is just common knowledge. If you go to have like a little sundae or a cookie or something, you're like, yeah, I pro- this is going to be good. It's a cookie. Uh, but I'm, I'm not under the impression that I can live off of cookies. Right? So that's the exact same thing I think about with regard to almost any one of these material enjoyments. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's cool. I know it's going to be good like a dessert. But that's not what's going to sustain my mind it's and not, keep my mind. It's not nutritious. It's not it nutritious. It's not. Yeah. It's not. And yeah, I think everybody has to find what's right for them to figure out what that nutritious thing is. But I think just having that discernment, you know, you can notice it. And I think you might notice it next time you get on there. Like, why, don't, why am I scrolling through this? I'm looking for something. And that happens to me still. I'll be like, why am I looking at this page for an hour? Like, Yeah. And then one other thing I wanted to share about that was I heard today, I can't quote this study, so sorry, but uh, you can just take my word for it. They did a study about, they got people like in the zone on what they were working on, right? So um, people doing science and art and music, right? Super zoned in. <clears throat> and then they did that, the ping, the the messenger ping. Oh, yeah. And just that one ping, it took the the subject 21 minutes to get back to that same level of concentration. Whoa. Just the one ping. That's fascinating. So think about, think about what looking at a scrolling thing does to your brain. It's worse than you think. Yeah. That would be, that's what I think. Mm-hmm. Because even if you're looking at, let's say, positive stuff all day, I think just the simple fact that you're going one, 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 and you're not doing a one cohesive thing, that's what screws you up. Yeah. I think so. Do I think that, that, okay, what was the question? Okay, do we think that our society places importance on the well-being of its citizens? Um, <laughs> as far as mental health goes, I think that's like that's a layered question to answer because I do think that it's it's a hard problem to deal with. There are layer there are levels of of mental illness or mental health issues, and I think there are a lot of people with them. And I yeah. don't... Because uh, when you're at the point of having a crisis, like a suicide type thing, yeah. like I, I, it's not going to be like, <clears throat> well, hey, dude, just meditate. you know. And it's the same thing, whereas if you're horribly unhealthy, it's not like, yeah, go on my fitness pal and you'll be good to go. Like, right, it's not that simple. Yeah, now some people, some of us are at a point where they're beyond that, mm-hmm. that kind of treatment. And this is like preventative type stuff, yeah. or maybe you're not that bad and you just kind of need to get straightened out a little bit so yeah i don't know i don't think there's that much importance on it no i don't either say there is. yeah i mean i do think that there is there are people do to some extent have access if they have insurance or know how to access or like uh for instance you can sign up for medical you know if you have some form of health care then i think that you can take the right steps to maybe health help your mental health stay in check. I haven't been to therapy. I don't know if they take insurance or if it's expensive, but that might be out of reach for some people who need it. 
yeah, I don't, I don't think that there's much importance placed on it. And I do think that it is something that causes a lot of problems in our society. I mean, you know, it's the same as addiction. Is there uh, enough of an importance placed on the well-being of people with addictions? I don't, probably not. I mean, yeah, I don't know. That's a tough one. Yeah. But I think ultimately, in my opinion, it's something that you need to take care of yourself. I think so, yeah. And hopefully you have the wherewithal to get yourself help. Yeah. It's good that, you know, for you, you you had to go through a crisis to get care. Okay, I see. So you had to get to your you're saying that for you it had to get to an extreme point for you to get care. Yeah, and that's really unfortunate. I But I think that, you know, through keeping ourselves healthy with all of these things, I think that that can at least be somewhat of a preventative measure. And there's probably a lot of great private organizations doing that type of work. Yeah. Can't recommend any, but I'm sure there is. Yeah. So, uh, Johnny Crowder. Johnny Crowder, we had him on our... Uh, there you go podcast early on in the episodes maybe it was i can't remember what episode he was on but that was a great one to listen yeah, so to he, he thing, formed yeah. cope notes and that's um I, from what i understand it's basically an app and it, they will send out a daily text reminder just to to re reassure you or remind you that you're an important person in this world and you know it's little things like that that i think uh that we can use to help encourage ourselves on a daily basis and and you know at least kind of stay out of the fog a bit takes just, practice yeah it yeah, really does takes, that's why they call a spiritual or religious practice you're yeah practicing you're practicing it yeah. that's what that's exactly how you got to look at it it's and there isn't you're going to start doing and practicing it. there isn't like a one-time fix either i think it's something that we have to work on yeah constantly obviously with the practice thing but it, you know you can't just work on it one time or, you know, you go through a crisis and you get help one time and then you just let everything kind of go again. Yeah. Uh, you have to work on it constantly. And maybe... And it's hard. Maybe, you know, a lot of these mental health problems are people that are looking for something that is deeper, that has a little bit more meaning than just the mundane bullshit every day. But they don't have it yet, you know? Yeah. And I think... For me, I know that my mind, it needs something to kind of calm it down and give it something to go, all right, all right, I'm good with that. Yeah. I got to like a handle on what's going on here, you know. Working out helps a lot to calm the mind for me as well. You know, work if you work out, you just kind of get rid of a lot of, for me, I'll, I'll like get rid of a lot of that tension yeah. or like natural yeah. the anger yeah. The that mind's exists. really hard to control, so the first thing that you can do is start to control your body. It's easier. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's why you might feel that way. Yeah. Good question, Shelton. All right. All dang. right. We have another That's question. All right. Last question. This is going to be our last question tonight because it's getting late. We got to eat. This one's from Tiago. Tiago says, hey, Cheney and Naveen. I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. Cool um, name too, by the way. Yeah, that's a really cool name. Been a big fan of the podcast since it first started and have been listening pretty intently because a lot of the band slash life struggles you guys face are exactly the same struggles that a lot of us other listeners are going through with our own music. My question is about spreading the word about your band and the fine line that comes along with advertising. It's so hard to stand out amongst everything else and while you can make calculated campaigns around whatever your band is up to, for us, it's our second album. Uh, nothing is guaranteed in the world of the internet, and I always feel guilty trying to shove things in people's faces so much. But it's a necessary evil, right? Uh, what are your thoughts about writing that balance between wanting to keep content fresh and not being too annoying with it? How And how does management come into that too in the decision-making process? Big fan of the show. Uh, and also Tiago's band's name is Skybound. I was listening to it before the show and they're pretty good. You guys should check them out on uh, Spotify, YouTube, I'm assuming, Facebook. 
All right. Well, we just handled it for them because they're going to be super famous now. Yeah. So that, you don't We're making you famous to do out any here. More posting. <laughs> yeah. So we pretty much got you on that. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, we were kind of talking about this earlier with Shannon's question or yeah. someone's question that, you know, you can get, it can become annoying, like yeah. over uh, marketing your band. I always worry about that. Over posting. Like, uh, I don't really want to post too much. It's like. Yeah. But I think it does work. You know, you post once a day. Seems to work for people. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not, I'm personally not the type of person who's going to post every day to the internet. So for yeah. me, it's just, what I think is effective is to maybe have like some sort of a new clip every week or two to post on pages and to not, you know, you can reuse content a bit, but to not get too into like reusing yeah. the stuff, I think that gets pretty mundane and old. But yeah, it's, I don't know, like we were saying earlier, I don't know that either of us really know the answer to all of this yeah. stuff. I um, do think that a schedule is really good. Like I've seen just from doing the podcast, we're like, all right, we're doing this once a week. We said we're doing it once a week, so we have to do it. Yeah. And no matter how boring it is. Yeah. So <laughs> for you, for you guys, anyway. not for us. Yeah. We always have fun. <laughs> so I've seen, okay, just doing that, you know, even though the, the podcast doesn't get like a ton of plays or whatever, you know, if you go on the YouTube channel, it's like, it's a lot added up because we've done so 40 whatever episodes. So just that little consistency and it's not that hard to do, right? So I'd say do that. I, this is what I need to do myself. I don't really do it. So do as I say, not as I do. But if you could just think of some steady schedule maybe don't don't make it unrealistic right yeah like we're gonna post every single day it's gonna you know like you're not gonna be able to do that very long so yeah maybe once twice a week hey we're gonna post this it's gonna whatever it is the drummer guitar player you know if you're all in it that's pretty dang easy yeah you know, and four or five guys and you were just saying that for you this is gonna be your second album. So that means that you guys have an entire album. I mean, I was just on your Spotify. I know you have quite a bit of material to work with. Um, and I'm sure, you know, you're in a modern band. I'm sure you know about playthroughs and all of that stuff and music videos and content and I'm you know, that you're probably doing that. But really I think that for a growing band, the more the merrier. Yeah. And yeah, don't be too annoying with it. Probably don't post every single day because, yeah. y you know, you're going to annoy the people who do listen yeah. to you already. But there is a thing, you know, on Instagram and Facebook, we're dealing with algorithms and not everyone is going to see every single thing that you post. So it's okay to post things a couple of times because new people are going to see it every time, I think. Yeah. But the the key, yeah, is not to try not to oversaturate because then you become that annoying person who just posts about their band all the time and no one cares. I know, yeah, I, I feel that. That's why I, you know, I'm not the best at posting. Yeah, me either. Because I don't really like to post unless I think it's way sick. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like all right, this is sick. I'm gonna post. That it. is a struggle. <laughs> it's like. I did some screaming earlier today and I was like, you know, with the intention of posting it and I was just like, eh. Yeah, me too. I, I don't, don't really I need don't to. Do that. I don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, also we were talking about earlier, you have to make your stuff be unique. Um, every every guitar playthrough or in, instrument playthrough you see nowadays is just so polished that, hey, maybe a, an, a super not polished one would be cool to see. Or, you know, just not that that's the answer, but just do some stuff that seems cool that isn't necessarily the exact same thing everyone else yeah. does, which I feel like <clears throat> is easy to get caught up in because we're on the internet and seeing what everyone else does constantly and you right. see what works for other people. That doesn't always work for, for everyone. I can't, I can't really think of that many people who have like go gone out and done the same exact thing as a bunch of other bands and gotten big off of that. Yeah. Usually it's the, the the unique part of what you do that makes you stand out. So, you know, lean into that. What what do you guys have to offer that's that's different than what everyone else has to offer? 
And there's something to put out there. Just you have to be creative and make it fun and, and make sure that what you're putting out does look good, does sound good. And music, I mean, you know, that's first and foremost. <laughs> You would do. You do have some pretty good music. I, I actually, I really liked your band. You guys are. It's like a. You said in this uh, second part of it that you guys are kind of cinematic, and I noticed that about you. It's. I liked listening to it. Um, but yeah, I think we got a clip of them right. Here. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. Pretty cinematic. Yeah, that was pretty cinematic, man. Atmospheric. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's anyone's guess what you can do. You just kind of have to throw some shit at the wall and see if it sticks and if it doesn't move on to the next thing. Don't let anything get you down. Consistency. If you got a dream, key. follow your heart. You if know you what I have mean? a dream, follow your heart, man. But really, that's the cheesiest saying in the world, but it is kind of true. If you if there's something you want to do, set some goals and and get there. Because if you start, if you keep chipping away at it, you're That's you're gonna figure it out. It, chip away at it, man. Like like the losing weight thing, right? You don't you don't lose very much at a time, but yeah, you look back and you go, dang. Yeah, and it's the same thing. I just wish that I could do that with my Instagram. <laughs> like I can't <laughs> post one video a week. You know, <laughs> come on, dude. I remember hey. thinking like before we had the studio in the house, it's like. All right, if I had a studio in the house, I'd be posting like two videos a day, you know? And now we have the studio in the house, and it's like, well, not. Because uh, sometimes I'm just like, I want to just do a little jam, and I'll do a little jam, and then I'm like, yeah, I don't know why I want to fuck up this jam trying to record it. Because it kind of screws it up. It's it totally does. I get like camera shy. Yeah, and then I'm like, I guess oh, I don't really uh, with vocals, but. But, you know, I mean, hey, Naveen and I aren't the experts on this stuff, man. So. Yeah, why are you asking you me? Want, I don't. <laughs> I don't know why you guys trust us. You know, we're we're just out here doing, you know, grinding. Doing our thing. Doing our thing. But we got some good stuff in the works. We got yes. some good stuff in the works. Yes, Actually, we I do. can play a little sample. I got my Instagram pulled up. What up? Of what? That burning riff that oh, I posted. Oh, yeah. Naveen dude. wrote a burning riff. I think that, that we should exit on this burning riff. All right. Should we exit on the burning riff? Yeah. <clears throat> All right, you guys. I hope that, you know, it's been a good week. I felt like I don't know if we answered your questions very well, but we tried. We try, <laughs> you know. It's every every podcast is like a set. You know, we don't know if it's going to be a good set or a bad set. That's why we do so many of them because you know one or two of them will end up being okay. Totally. But here's what here's a little taste for you guys. Oh shit! Let me start it again. Take Sorry, two. This is just a GoPro like audio. It doesn't sound very good. But anyway. All right. Are we going to exit on this today? We'll exit on it. We're going to exit on this riff. I hope you guys have a good week. Thank you for listening. <laughs>